Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us on the Roman guest line is our guy of props.com, Patrick Everson. Patrick, how you doing, sir? I am very good. Great to the, the whole trio is back. The band is back together the tonight. Band. Do I understand it correctly? The boys are back in yep. town. The band's back together. Fantastic. Fantastic. Patrick, every time we're back together, we got to get you on. I want to ask you really quickly about the ACC tournament and the Big East tournament. So can you tell me mm-hmm. what the public is doing with UNC Virginia or what they did? Because this game just tipped off. And also, uh, Seton Hall taking on UConn. That game just started as well. Some two-way cash I heard, um, of course, from you, sir. So can you break that down really quickly while we're in the midst of it? Yeah, you bet. The, there's an odds maker I spoke to just a little bit ahead of tip-off for this North Carolina game. Uh, I mean, obviously, Virginia really needs this game. Um, and then North Carolina, by way of what they did last weekend against Duke, does not need this game the way Virginia does, I don't think. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're signed, sealed, and delivered at this point. But uh, that oddsmaker did say the public all over North Carolina tonight. Ticket count three to one, money two to one wow. on the Tar Heels. That total dropped. I noticed this in quite a few games. Uh, you know, there, there were over the last few days a lot of totals, a lot of a lot of unders getting bad. I think a lot of I think a lot of sharp money's rolling in on these conference tournament uh, games where they're expecting teams to really be. You know, playing it a little tighter, a little closer to the vest. They know they can't. You know, you can't lose, or you're, or you're pretty much done unless you've got. You know, especially if you're playing early in the week, you you don't have an auto. You don't have a that large bid generally if you're playing early in the week. And it just seems like a lot of these totals have dropped. This was one of them. This was it opened 134, closed 130 and a half, I think, with the book I checked with. And um, so there was definitely, but that was one of several games where it seemed like the under was was getting some attention, no question. Wow, that's interesting because uh, UNC can score in bunches, and right. I think Virginia mm-hmm. just ended up winning 51-50 uh, to Louisville, who also can score. So that's going to be a fascinating watch. I don't mean to pivot. If we can to- make it off of this official review that's been lasting 40 minutes. The game started 12 minutes ago, and it's 2 nothing. They're reviewing the same call that we know the answer to is sick. I don't mean to uh, pivot to NBA um and we can get back to basketball, college basketball in just a second. But I'm very curious. Um, we're watching Brooklyn blow the doors off of Philly. And they were four-point dogs. I think they've been, you know, basically an underwhelming team and consistently still very uh, chalky in order to win the whole title. How does this – if this individual game does anything, let me know what it does. And does it, this, does this give odds makers more confidence in Brooklyn? Uh, I don't think it hurts. I mean, this is a real key game. It's and and it's and the NBA, you know, got this right. Only having two games tonight when they know they're going up against a ton of college hoops. And we'll. And I haven't even looked at next week's schedule to see if they're doing Thursday, Friday. But uh, but hopefully they're playing it smart. Yeah. I, I think it might do. A, I think it might do a little something. I think this is interesting. And I think betters kind of saw it this way. I, I did an update on this a little bit earlier pregame, obviously. And uh, the odds maker that I spoke with for that. You know, this I believe it opened six or four and a half at this at this book, went down to four, back to four and a half. And as you said, Teresa, depending on your book, four and a half, four basically is what the number was. And it was, you know, the Sixers were at home, but it was two way, very much two way action. Ticket count was dead even. Money was a little bit more toward Philly, but there were certainly some Nets backers on the road tonight. And uh, you know, they're they're 
you know, if, if the Nets get somewhere with this, and I, I, I do think it, I, I don't think it hurts them at all in the traction department going forward, whether it's the day-to-day odds or maybe, uh, you know, starting to take a look at, you know, they had that terrible run for a while, but maybe they start to take a, a longer look at their, uh, their conference odds and their, and their uh, championship odds and such. Uh, Patrick, I have some buddies right now at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament, nice. and I uh, love Arizona. I know you talked about it. We both played them to win the national championship. That price has went down a little yeah. bit right now. It's 6-1. to one. I at least have the 8-1. to one. Um, What's the liability, and what are the numbers, what are the betting numbers looking like in the Pac-12 tournament? We've already seen today Arizona beat Stanford. Colorado just knocked off Oregon a little bit ago. UCLA and Washington State going at it now. And then still to come tonight, we get USC and Washington. Uh, tomorrow, Arizona and Colorado in the semifinal. That's the first matchup. Uh, what are the books? What are you learning about the Pac-12 tournament? Well, I can tell you, I know from uh, Stanford gave Arizona yeah. a much better game than, than, than people anticipated. And Generally speaking, on that it was pretty. It was pretty. Even though it was a, a big number, ticket count and money were pretty heavy. The book I checked with just before that game uh, tipped off was two to one tickets and five to one money on Arizona. Even though they were laying, you know, fifteen, fifteen and a half points. So, so obviously that uh, that would probably fell the book's way. I'm a Colorado Buffalo grad, so I was pretty happy with that Oregon result. Um, but yeah. that that was that was. Uh, that was a yeah, that was mostly kind of a two way game, and I, as it should be with a with a four and a four and a five seed Colorado trying to play its way into the tournament. Obviously, a uh, game that just uh, that that uh, is a little ways underway. In a way, UCLA game. Uh, UCLA, the book I checked with, opened seven and a half, got as high as nine, back up a little bit to eight and a half. But it was pretty mostly UCLA, and he and and the odds maker there said a mix of public and sharp money on UCLA helped push that up to nine. At one point, tickets two to one, money three to one on the favorite there. And then the nightcap. Let's give you a little on the nightcap here uh, on Washington USC. This is from a little bit ago, so it's Brian slightly dated, but I think the way. numbers are the same. Yeah. There you go. So USC laying seven. That's up from five and a half uh, with the odds maker I checked with. And USC, 64% of money, slightly less, or 64% of tickets, slightly less money, about 60% of tickets. So, you know, you're in that two-way range a little bit there. I, I sort of like USC at, uh, tonight. Um, I mean, that's a that's a good team. I don't I don't know uh, I don't know how I feel about how, how I feel about Washington, but uh, I do know I want Colorado to get to the tournament, and I don't know if they can do it uh, because they're going to have a very difficult game to get through, and Arizona's going to have revenge on its mind. We're joined now by our guy, Patrick Everson of Props.com, talking March Madness. But, Pat, I'm sorry. I would be remiss if I did not ask you about the Super Bowl odds in the NFL. I heard the line movement changed for Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. Okay, I heard that there was some line movement with Russell Wilson going to Denver. Why is there no line movement when my Washington commanders get the ultimate <laughs> command? Whoa, whoa, what's the laughing about? When we get Carson Wentz, Captain Carson, what's going on? Can you just uh, – um, the real question was... is just tell us about the line movement with the quarterbacks, and I want some respect for my commanders, please. Well, and, and it's it's look. I don't mean to, to laugh at your team. It was it was kind of a funny situation with that though because I immediately got a text from uh, <laughs> from one of the odds makers here that I know in town, and and he said he said hey uh, the commanders just picked up Carson Wentz. I mean like minutes after I didn't even know yet. I hadn't I, I wasn't right on top, but I'm still buried in college basketball this week. And uh, 
He said, so we moved the commanders from 60 to 1 to 75 to 1. I was like, <laughs> I was like right. that is disrespectful, Pat. Come on. Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, when a team thinks they're acquiring a top talent at quarterback and everybody else is like, uh, no. Actually, you know what? We're going to move your odds back. Like, what? I, I feel like that's unprecedented. I've never seen anything like that. I thought we'd get at least a little bump, just Heineke a little nudge. is at 60 to 1. Wentz is 75 to Come 1. Come on, Pat. Like, tell me you've seen, you haven't seen anything like that before. It's no shot. I I don't know that I've seen something quite like that before. I mean, I, I would at the at the least. I mean, I can't say if, it's so unusual that I I can't. I don't want to say it's not happened, but I would have figured at the least if somebody would have said, "Hey, they just got this. What do you think we did with our odds?" We're, we were at sixty. I'd be like, "Well, I would assume you're you know no longer than sixty now." Right, right. <laughs> and an, an to, easy assumption. Seventy five. Yeah, I, and that's what I would have assumed. So it was kind of I laugh, but I don't mean to like laugh at you. I just thought it was. Yes, you do. Funny. I thought it was funny in an interesting way that it went the other. Then went from sixty to seventy five. Now, as far as the other two, what I thought was what I thought was neat was that little window that got created after Rogers made his decision, but before yes. the Wilson news came down. So what Jason Scott of BetMGM, prominent, prominent with your show, of course, of uh, he's the uh, vice president of trading for for BetMGM Nationwide. He and I went back and forth after all this stuff went down, and what. Well, I found fascinating that he told me is, like I said, that middle ground that happened. Because when Rodgers made his decision, then Denver went from, I believe, uh, they were at 15 to 1. They moved to 25 to 1 immediately after Rodgers basically eschewed Denver. And I just used eschewed correctly. How many, how many times does that happen? No, it show? doesn't happen often, um, especially if you come from me. I have so, terrible grammar. Keep going. <laughs> back on the farm with Gramper. Um, so uh, they immediately moved to 25 to one. And then like, what, what hour and a half later or so the Wilson trade news breaks. And then the Broncos go from 25 to 12. So they go from 15 to 25 to 12. They move all over mostly just on the, on the speculation. It wasn't like there was a whole lot of money flying in or anything like that, but uh, it was a little fascinating for the Broncos, the Packers uh, not, you know, not quite that same amount of movement. They were at 20, and they moved to 15 uh, with Rodgers deciding to stay. Or, or, I'm sorry, they were at 20. Got uh, they were at 15 before the Rodgers decision. Then went to 10, 10 to one, third choice after the Rodgers decision, behind only the Bills and the Chiefs, and actually ahead of the Rams, uh, the fourth year defending Super Bowl champions. So definitely some interesting movements. Not a, what, what people need to remember though is it, it's always fascinating. The NFL is king. Everybody bets the NFL. It dominates year-round. It jumped in in the middle of conference tournaments. I got to go, right? Yes, yes you we got, love you, though. You got to go. We love you. Nobody's happier than Ryan with Aaron Rodgers. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.